Hi everyone, I'm Autistic Ange. This is a podcast for adults who recently found out they're autistic and are looking for other autistic people like them. Um, Today I would like to talk about meltdowns because I almost had two of them uh, in just as many days and I'm so glad to have a name for what these are because I've never understood why just like the slightest thing can set me off and without even a moment's notice. I mean, like I don't have an anger problem and I don't have frequent meltdowns anymore because now I know what's going on. So and my interpretation of what meltdowns are from what I've learned is they're like volcanoes. Like, shouldn't they just be called volcanoes? Like, I'm having a volcano. You know, I just, I have a hard time with the word meltdown because it makes me think of a kid having a tantrum, which on the outside looking in, that's exactly what a lot of people view them as, just tantrums. But they're not. They are intense emotional reactions to whatever it is that triggers them. So us autistics all experience them in varying ways at various levels So I will just share about my meltdowns through my autism lens. So I've had meltdowns all my life, mainly in childhood. Um, Then when I left home and was on my own for several years, they were very few and far between because my focus was on independence and work rather than relationships. And then several years ago, they got pretty regular because... I was in a relationship, but uh, now I feel more in control of them. So my meltdowns, as they used to happen, went like this. Something triggers intense emotions that are hard for me to decipher as I'm experiencing them. It literally feels like in two seconds, I go from zero to 100. Doesn't matter if the day up to this point has been going well, it just happens. Then I start writing novels in my head about the situation that's causing the meltdown, and they're usually not very good ones. Uh, I say things I regret. Sometimes I throw things. Uh, I have all of this energy in me that I need to release in a big way, but I don't know how to. Um, So the source of my trigger gets to experience all of it. (laughs) And usually this person is my wife. I am pretty verbally abusive toward her because it's all her fault that I feel like this. And just a reminder, this is in the past. This is not current. And I just want to add, I've never, ever been physically abusive to anybody. Not to her, not to anybody else. I don't believe in that. Um, But I have a problem with my mouth. So um, back to then. But when I don't get the reaction I'm looking for, I will say just the right mean thing that will give me the satisfaction of getting a reaction. Now I need to flee. So I go to my room, but it takes hours to go from 100 just down to 75. No joke. I try everything I can to distract me from my thoughts and feelings, watch TV, color, listen to music, do some work, talk to the cats, like anything. But none of this is working. Um, you know, it just, it usually, it takes several days to come down from a meltdown and half of that time is spent in a high emotions and half of it is just shutting off and nothing bothering me. Uh, then the rational thinking kicks in, the guilt kicks in. I feel shame for continuing to hurt this person. I feel like an absolute piece of shit. I wonder 
why the hell I allowed something so small, so insignificant to cause such a huge reaction. And now I have to apologize and hope that this incident never gets brought up again and that I never repeat it again. So those kinds of meltdowns are officially in my past. My wife, like, she really shouldn't have stayed with me, but she did. And I will be forever grateful for that. I mean, I'm not the same person that I was back then, but um, I'm just glad that she stayed with me. Because I think that, like, you know, I mean, I know she's a huge part in helping me become a better person. Um, so through my new perspective, my autism lens, my meltdowns go a bit differently. So they go like this. Something triggers an intense emotional reaction within me, usually like somebody saying the wrong thing or looking at me the wrong way. I'm freaking out because how the fuck did I go from calm to not calm in a matter of seconds? Like that, this makes me feel even more anxious. Like how do I not have control over this right now? So I try my very best to communicate what my issue is, which is pretty much just me yelling things out or trying to string a sentence together. Uh, like in my mind, I can think somewhat rationally because now that I know what these are, I'm super aware when I'm experiencing them, which is also embarrassing because I don't like being a grown adult who acts like a child. Now I go to my room and I stay there for hours. My wife and I have agreed that I need to tell her to stay away from me for the rest of the day, but but to please make sure um, we say goodnight to each other. And so far it's getting better, at least in my opinion. I mean, like throughout my life, whatever the source of my trigger was, I would go to great lengths to get the fuck away from it. And, you know, doing so immediately shifts my energy into something better than it is. And I will take it. Even if it's like 2% better, I will take it. Uh, like, this is so hard to explain. Um, but yeah, I mean, instead of taking days to recover from a meltdown, sometimes it's as short as a few hours, which is a fucking miracle. Uh, my therapist told me that sometimes when people experience really intense feelings, but don't know quite how to pinpoint what they are or what caused them, they'll come up with something to ascribe them to. Like oh, she just rolled her eyes at me. That's why I'm mad. That's why I'm pissed. She rolled her eyes. Um, but like, she rolled her eyes because I said one thing. <laughs> like, I know that that didn't cause that much of a reaction. It wasn't just that one thing. Excuse me. Water. I'm perched. Um, but, like, in reality, there have been little things here and there building up for a week or more, but I haven't been fully aware of them. Like, maybe I feel, um, maybe I felt like I wasn't able to spend enough time with my wife because when she finally had free time, she decided to sit and watch TV for hours. Um, uh, even though I know, I know she's an adult, of course she can watch TV. She can do whatever the fuck she wants with her downtime. But, like, if I'm feeling emotionally neglected, I will personalize everything. Um, This is so hard for me to work on, but I'm really trying. So, now on to my almost meltdowns this week. 
So the other day I had scheduled a float, like those salt water therapy float things. Um, and I did not know how to get to the place on my own and it's only five minutes away, but it's in an area I don't ever drive in because I don't like that area. There's too many cars, too many lanes. Like, I don't like, I just don't like it. So I used Google maps and five minutes turned into 15. It was ridiculous. I called my wife three times, twice in the car, once when I was literally 20 feet away from the building on foot. Like it was, it was not a good experience. I went into the wrong building. The employees there gave me crazy looks. I was super embarrassed. Like it was bad. Then I only, when I got to the place, finally, I only did my float for an hour, even though you get 90 minutes because I couldn't tame the anxiety. Um, it was bad. And, you know, even though those events that I had just experienced, like getting lost and all that, even though that was over, it still affected me a lot. So I leave the float place a bit disappointed that I didn't fully benefit in the way I wanted to. Um, And then I'm on my way home. Thankfully, I do not get lost. Yet I'm just thinking like, I just want to get home. I just want to get home because that's my safe space. Um. So I get I get home and uh my wife had forgotten that she locked the screen door which is outside the real door and so I was ringing the doorbell like hey I'm I'm locked out are you in there um like all, all I was thinking about on my way home was like I said I got to get home I just need to get inside I need to get away from the world um it was just really intense you know um so like when I couldn't get in right away I freaked out um, but I tried to control myself, like, cause I don't want the neighbors to see me freaking out on my fucking porch. Um, so I just keep that inside as much as I can. And then she comes to unlock the door and I go inside and then I freak out and I say something snarky to her and then I immediately feel bad. <laughs> and then yesterday, um, okay, this one is going to probably sound crazy that I had this kind of reaction to something so small, but here it is. So my wife has her grad school classes via Zoom three nights a week. Our house is not that big, so like you can pretty much hear everything um, no matter where you are in the house. Uh, her room and my room are back to back, so at least when she's in class, I can do whatever I want out here. Um, but all of a sudden she brings her laptop and her headset into like what we've called the library area, which is where like our books and bookcases are, um, uh, which that's right next to my room. So I can hear the voices coming out of the headset from the people in the class. And she had said that the internet was cutting out in her room and booting her out of class, which, okay, um, But then I hear my wife talking and laughing very loudly. And it's as if she's sitting like right next to me, like literally right next to me is what it feels like. And I do not have a door to my room because this actually used to be the living room. Um, So I have one of those fancy curtains on a rod that I can slide closed, but it's not an actual door. So I hear everything. Um, 
I mean, I, I know this sounds weird, but when my meltdowns were really bad, I needed my own space and we only had two bedrooms. We only have two bedrooms here. So one is the actual bedroom where we sleep. And then my wife has the other room, which has a door. And I have what used to be the living room, which I don't mind because it's very big. Um, so lots of space. And I can see outside and I, I like it. Um, but I've asked my wife to build me a door. Like even if it's one of those sliding barn door things, you know, because I don't know how to build things. She does, but she's always busy. So no door for me. So first world problems, I know. So I'm sitting here trying to concentrate on what I'm doing, but I can't. Granted, I wasn't even doing anything very important. I was just listening to a podcast while I worked on something. It was just bad. Like, I was pissed. I felt trapped. Um, You know, and like she offers for me to like go to her room and I don't ever want to because she doesn't clean it. She doesn't keep it orderly. And I don't like sitting in chaos, especially when I already feel chaotic. Um, anyway, after her class... I told her what my issue was and I knew exactly how it sounded when it came out of my mouth, like irrational, crazy. Like, of course my wife can come out and do her class at the table. Of course she can. But then I think, well, she bought a desk specifically for her classes so that she can do her classes at her desk and her homework. And that desk is in her room, closer to the modem. Um, but our internet doesn't even cut out regularly. So this like really shouldn't happen again, I hope. But I was like, you don't sit at your desk anymore. You sit in your recliner and then you come out here and I can't concentrate and you didn't even try sitting at your desk to see if that would help. Like it was fucking ridiculous. I just feel so selfish, like, but also so not in control of my thoughts and feelings. It's the weirdest, strangest thing to experience is knowing I'm being selfish knowing I'm being irrational. I know how I look now. And I still can't help it. <laughs> you know, but I can't, I don't know, it's like hard to explain it any better than that. Um, but from everything I've read and learned about um, so far, autistic people experience very intense emotions from something ordinary people perceive as so small. Like the two things I told you about with getting lost in the class. Like this is the part that I dislike the most because I don't want little things to get me as worked up as they do. It seems utterly ridiculous as well as highly embarrassing. But the good news is I've pretty much been able to keep my meltdowns at home behind closed doors so nobody else gets to see them. The bad news is my wife is on the receiving end of them, and that is totally unfair to her. And so I want to keep working on this. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all I've got on meltdowns right now. I mean, it's like I feel like I lose control. Like, they're so scary sometimes, depending on the intensity of my feelings. Like, I just feel like I have no control. I mean, back then, I guess I used to really feel that way. Now that I have, like, a better perspective and an understanding, I know as I'm experiencing a meltdown what it is. And 
even though I feel all those things in the moment, I also feel grateful that I know what the hell's going on now because this was what led me to figuring out that I'm autistic is I had these meltdowns. I didn't know why I was having them, where they came from. Um, I didn't like them. I just didn't like them. But yeah, I mean, I've had the thought of like trying to record while I'm on, like while I'm in the throes of a meltdown, but like, I don't know if I'm ready to go there quite yet. So, um, you don't think that'll happen anytime soon, but anyway, that's all I've got for now. Um, if you feel like emailing, I think my email is somewhere in the show description. Um, I'd love to hear like what your version of the meltdown looks like so that I can feel better about mine too. (laughs) Um, so anyway, this was just me recording into an app on my phone, hoping people find me and listen and relate and maybe have a similar experience to what I had when I heard myself on somebody else's podcast. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening and goodbye.